You're listening to the Live Out Loud podcast with River Wynn and Michelle Flamer. Hi, River. Hi, Michelle. Um, <laughs> how are you today? I'm good. I have great energy today. It's sunny out. It's a good day. <laughs> you do have good energy and we can, if you want to share that maybe, you know, a little bit before we get into our, I think it's, I think it's a cool share. I mean, for you, like, yeah, it's you've a, been talking about it a little bit. Yeah. I talked last week um, on the nature quest episode about how I oh, received my official ADD. Sorry, yeah. I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but people are loving that episode. I know. I've had a lot of people tell me they love it, too. I think it's awesome. But I okay. talked about how I received my ADD diagnosis um, and uh, like officially. And um, yeah, I started medication this week. And I know sometimes saying that out loud can can be kind of like a, a buzz thing because it's like people are like, oh, medication. But you know what? It's been the best thing ever so far for me. And I am really happy I decided to go that route for my self-care because my brain is a really quiet and happy place right now. And it hasn't impacted my creativity like I was worried it was going to. I have this like just beautiful, lovely, sustainable energy all day long that doesn't feel like that jittery caffeine like you've done, you know, what like you've had too much coffee or... Yeah you've had like an energy shot or something like that it's just this lovely feeling of like I got 12 hours of sleep and then I have all this great energy all day long and I don't crash and it's wonderful and um and to the contrary of that I have COVID <laughs> you know, to, know. Like, to counteract that joyful feeling that you're feeling I'm just living vicariously through your sweet energy today because I mean <laughs> I'm just over here in it, the in the thick yeah. of drinking tea. So people have my voice is even lower than usual. Um, I get I've been getting that my voice is like warm caramel. So today I'm thinking it's probably like a crunchy peanut butter, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> crunchy peanut butter. Um, speaking of people who've been telling Michelle that her voice sounds like warm caramel, which I agree. But uh, I want to know what my voice sounds like. So feel free to tell me what you think about my voice. Yeah, I would That's love saying. to hear how people describe <laughs> your voice. I mean, for me, you, for, for me, I would describe it as so, somewhat like cotton candy. Like it has a very <laughs> sweet sort of like a wholesome tone, your voice. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> okay. I like cotton candy. Okay. I know. I mean, it is fun. <laughs> It can be fun. I'm here for a good time. <laughs> We're here for the best time. Okay, so um, you wanted to do something a little different today to ground to ground our people. Well, apparently we need that now. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're here for the good time. Not a long time. <laughs> oh, God. I might have to mute myself a few times here. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I would, I wanted to start this topic out because uh, we have a beautiful topic for today, I think. Yeah. Um, but I just wanted to, because the energy this week has been really intense for a lot of people because of the Aquarius new moon 
I've had several people yes. mention to me that it's just been a very, um, I was at coffee with someone this morning and they, and they said, mentioned feeling like it was air, like it's air energy of like being pushed around by the air, like being taken different directions and it's kind Fighting. of un, ungrounded feeling. Right. So I was yeah. like, let's start this episode off with getting grounded. So I just want everyone who's listening in this moment to stop whatever it is you're doing and just put your hand on your heart and close your eyes. Take a big, deep breath. The biggest one that you've taken all day. And then let it out slowly through your mouth. And just feel into your center right now. And just be present in this moment. Yeah, let's do this. Okay, I love it. So tell everybody what the topic is today. So today we're going to talk about dating yourself. Yes. Which was uh, kind of inspired because I took myself on a solo foodie date last night, which is something I love to do. And I was like, hey, Michelle, we should talk about this. Um, But before we talk about what dating yourself is, Mm -hmm. can we just just say what dating yourself isn't first? Yeah. Especially as as women, as mothers. I was thinking Uh about this before we were recording. I was like, Dating yourself doesn't mean getting a break to go to the grocery store. That's not right. even a break. That's a task. Right. right. Dating yourself doesn't mean your spouse giving you 30 minutes uninter- uninterrupted to take a shower. That's not dating yourself. No. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, dating yourself is not just going getting a of coffee before the, the school pickup line. Like, these, this yep. is not dating yourself. Yep, all that. Would you add anything to that? What what is not dating yourself? Um, taking yourself to see your kids' show and thinking because it's not your yeah. week. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's not your oh, week. Oh yeah, like if you're yeah, yeah. right. And then you're for those, going for those of us with joint custody. Yes, yes. <laughs> right, like like that's just you doing motherly stuff that is enjoyable. Yes, right. Fills our cup in another way. But it's definitely not. Okay, so not. Yeah. Yeah. Dating yourself is not for your significant other if you're not married in a partnership. It's not doing things for your family. It's not doing things for your friends. Right. All of that. Yeah. All of that. So now, um, now we need to discuss what is dating yourself? And let's start and let's like do a, a, a crawl, walk, run type yeah. of approach. So dating yourself is, I mean, let's identify what that looks like, right? You're mm-hmm. single, like you're, you're divorced, you're separated, like you move, you're, you're on your own now. And there's a future that awaits you. Right. We're not going to put any labels on these futures because everybody might have a different plan. So yes. 
the future awaits you and you're learning to love yourself again. And when you're in that intention of loving yourself again, but are used to having a spouse of 25 years with you, or you're used to having kids with you, or maybe you've been a caretaker for a parent and you're just always used to sort of having, having your like, you know, shotgun person with you, you know, that kind of thing. Um, It's intentionally taking yourself into a public environment, environment with the intention of, enjoying your own company there are no rules around enjoying your own company you can have a journal you can have a book I actually prefer um those types of things over my phone because if I'm on my phone I could just be at home on my couch like that doesn't so I think being I think the other thing is when you're doing something that's analog, whether you're reading or you're journaling, you're still very open to all the sounds around you. When the minute you go on your phone, you might put earbuds in and that sort of again is a is like kind of crosses that from that, well, I'm just wanting to eat out by myself because I'm on a work trip and it's not really a date night or I'm really intentionally going to just enjoy this moment take pictures of your food send it to your bestie you know acknowledge the fact that you've taken a good step forward but yeah just saying like I'm going to grab a I'm going to go into a coffee shop by myself Mm -hmm. and I'm going because I love to walk so much or whatever or whatever they like to do and I'm going to go either walk a museum which is one of my favorite solo dates Um, Hmm. I also really love just having coffee and going to like a beautiful new location to like walk around, whether it's something here in the desert where maybe it's just something of that environment where it's just really me and being present with like that cup of coffee or, and I mean, cause a solo date can happen any time of the day. It's totally like up to us it's the intention yeah. behind it yeah i mean it can be you know as simple as you have a saturday morning to yourself yep taking yourself to get coffee and then going to a yoga class yeah you know yeah scheduling scheduling a massage <laughs> yep 100% like for us two years is I, I know at some point, right. I'm going to have a person. Like, I just know that because I so deeply want to love and give love. And I started putting down, I, so I, I started looking at my hometown here in Phoenix right now. I'm, I'm like looking at it through tourist eyes. Like if I was on this destination, Mm -hmm. Phoenix, like what are the best? And I looked up, like, what are the best outside dining patios? And so like I picked a place and then I would go there and check it out because I thought like, how cool would it be that when I do find my person or I'm dating, you know, I'm like going on dates and things like that, that I have some places to take them that it's the only experience at that place was my own. It's not like, well, my ex and I used to go here. So let's, 
right? Yeah, it doesn't have a, like a negative memory, or it could be a positive memory, but it doesn't have like a nostalgia attached to it around partnership. Right. Yeah. The, the, the other, and, and yeah. Um, oh, what I was going to say with that was like, um, even more so, like, just, you know, we talk, we talk about how it, dating now is kind of hard, right? Because yeah. you are, you know, out and about as much and we're, we're more online dating, right? Well, what better way than to put yourself into a space where you might meet new people than to get out and do things by yourself? Exactly. So some of those places are like, for me, a sushi bar where I sit at the <laughs> sushi bar. It's like the best. I will tell you that almost every major city has a cheesecake factory. And their bar mm. gets visited by so many business people because that's where I would eat when I was on the road because it's a really comfortable chair. It has a back on it. You know, like all these things are important. Yeah, like, yeah. going to sit for a bit and maybe meet some cool people. So thinking yeah. about putting yourself in places as if you're traveling, but those are types of restaurants where or family style eating where, or like, mm -hmm. you know, Benihana, where it's kind of like everyone's around that table. It sort of forces you. And, and I've eaten at a Benihana by myself before. And so often all the eyes come to me, they're like, so what's happening with you over there? <laughs> I'm like, I just wanted to give you like a When I was on my solo date last night, it's funny. Cause um, you know, one of the things I will say that when you start to date yourself, um, there's going to be narratives that come up, right? It's going to uh -huh. feel a little uncomfortable at first if you're not used to going and doing things by yourself. Totally. And, uh, you know, pretty early on when I was solo dating myself uh, more intentionally, like the narrative would come up of like, what does everyone around me think right now that I'm sitting here having dinner by myself? Do they think that um, I'm getting stood up on a date? <laughs> or like, what do they think? And then gradually over time, it became... I don't care what people think about what I'm doing. I'm just enjoying my time. There's no law that says you cannot enjoy a meal in a restaurant unless you're sitting there with another human being. <laughs> hey, I took myself on a solo date to San Francisco and did a yeah. dating, I you know, and did a dating uh, day with LBGTQ mindfulness, you know, with Alex. And, but I walked around the city. I had dinner by myself. I took myself to a bar that night. Like, yeah. you know, um, stayed in the hotel room. The next morning we recorded a podcast with Samantha Fox there, um, mm -hmm. you know, episode, I don't know, early, early on, like one, yeah. one of the, one of, but it's also one of the most listened to ones. So, um, yeah, I mean, you can do it that way. I, I will say solo dating in an airport is freaking fun because <laughs> people watching alone like you know it's just like really great I also love like botanical gardens any place where there is art music um things that can engage you where other people a comedy store I've taken myself out on a comedy date you know Ooh, that's fun it is fun I mean because but you're like laughing yeah. with everybody around you you know but you're like hey <laughs> I'm going to join your party tonight. Yeah. And I, it's interesting. I found that the more, more dating myself, right? Um, the more I do, the more I feel like I have these really great conversations with people at the places I'm going to. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm just having these great experiences.
technology is fun. <laughs> yes. I, yeah, I'm sitting out in a spot where the internet is spotty. Hey, you do what you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> so continuing on that vein, you know, I think for myself, when I started thinking about intentionally dating myself and what that would look like coming out of my divorce, because I was faced with all this solo time all of a sudden, um, it was kind of daunting a little bit to think about spending all that time with myself. So, mm-hmm. you know, you and I are both now really good at dating ourselves and really yeah. good at having solo time and it's become yep. a practice for us, right? Yeah. Like it's it's not just about like going out and doing fun things by ourselves. It's right. or meeting other people or anything like that. That's where we started, but now it's kind of come to this space where it is a very intentional way of getting to know ourselves deeply, of healing ourselves, of honoring our needs and really cementing our boundaries too. And like how we will expect other people to treat us in relationship. Totally. I mean, one of those things are, we were talking earlier about the topic and we thought, Hey, even when we're in coupleship, I don't want to define anybody's, you know, but you're in a couple, a throuple, you know, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever your relationship looks like, whatever your, yeah. Whatever that situation is, um, that, solo dating is still just a practice of self-love and you actually build this new muscle up. Then you meet your love and you're like, Oh, are we going to just be Velcroed together for like every Friday night, every Saturday night? Like, you know, cause those are the typical date nights, right? Well, Thursday's like the new date night too, but um, cause in case you don't like them, you don't have to take away your weekend. (laughs) Um, So Thursday night coffee. It is. I'm just <laughs> um, no, I think it's, it's, it isn't. I think it's a, an important practice that we tend to forfeit the minute, like no one's asked us to not do it. Like that's this, that's the fucked up thing, right? No one has told us you can't have boys night anymore. You can't have girls night anymore. You know, it's like, we just put that on ourselves around the whole, Oh, this is my relationship and this is how it has to be rather than like you said, you're like, we're two separate beings wanting to share experiences, but maybe not all the experiences. You know, there's this social narrative, social expectation Um, that when you enter a relationship, everything you do becomes relationship centric Yeah, and, um, you know, you have, you, you have the same friends and you do things together with other couples. And then if you have kids, it's like oriented around doing things that are kid focused. And, um, I, I will say as, a as someone who was a married mother, the amount of time I had for myself was so limited so limited um and it can you really can lose yourself in that process you know first society tells us that everything you do has to be relationship focused and so there's this expectation of behavior of like well you know women who are partnered don't go to the bars on the weekend women who are partnered 
don't go rent a cabin by themselves for a night. (laughs) Women who are partnered, um, you know, check with their spouse before making weekend plans. And it's like, there's so much expectation around how you behave when you're in a relationship. And then if you become a parent, it's like, you say goodbye to even more of that time, right? I mean, let's really look at this. Over the last 10 years, the definition of what marriage and coupleship looks like has completely flipped on its back, but literally, because you have open marriages, you have polyamory. I mean, in some cultures, there's polygamy. I mean, you know, and you still have monogamy, but monogamy can look different. It can, we can co-create. If we're in a coupleship, if we're in a relationship, we have the opportunity to create a contract, to co-create what and design what it works for both of you. Literally, no one else fucking matters. If the two of you are on the same page, it is fucking awesome. Like, because every morning you're choosing to co-create. You're not being told like, hey, guess what? Here's your box for the day. And um, tomorrow there might be a new box. I'm not sure what's going to be in there, but it's going to be another box. I mean, well, the thing is, it's like being in a relationship doesn't mean that you're no longer an individual. Right. You know, it's, it's, I think for so long, society has taken it so seriously that, that phrase, that line, like in, in old wedding vows, you know, two shall become one and all of that. And it's like, no, no, we're not, we're not two people. We're not one person. We are two people co-creating life together that's right but we still also have our own individual journeys to walk right we've just chosen to do it side by side and support each other along the way uh-huh. um you know one of the things that really blew my mind i'll never forget listening you know one of our favorite podcasters rich rule yep talking about how you know he sleeps in a tent outside yep. because ah, right that's where he sleeps best and yep. his wife sleeps in her own room And that blew my mind because I was like, oh, my gosh, that's amazing. Like they've created a relationship scenario that works for them and their needs. And so, you know, one of the most important things I think about intentionally dating yourself and getting to know yourself is so that you can enter into a relationship knowing what your needs are and not compromise. Like you'll compromise. Yes, but not I think compromise is not the word I'm looking for. You will not self-abandon yourself mm-hmm. in the relationship you're going to compromise for sure there's always compromise that happens and yes. in relationships. agree agree but Especially you're not going to abandon your basic needs who you are what's important to you your friendships your your interests your goals just because you're in a relationship exactly it can literally be five thousand miles away it can be 10 miles away it's the intentionality by how you two show up for each other. And the only way that that's going to happen is if both parties are healing mm-hmm. from their own stuff, they're working on their own stuff um, or have super open views, but you're still going to have a good communicator in those multi-relational, um, you know, couple ships. Uh, I think it's just at the end of the day, I realize 
through this like last two years to the person that like, you know, I'm dating right now and she's long distance. And, but the intentionality of how we show up and cheer each other on for our own individual days, because we're not being bombarded with, Oh, was that date number three? And we have to do this. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's again, two people have to co-create that. They do. They do. And if you've been married for 25 years, it might take a couple of extra conversations, but I, I think everyone benefits. Yeah. And I think, you know, what I was going to say was, as you're saying, that is you can't co-create if you don't know yourself. Mm -hmm. Totally. You can't. If I hadn't, you don't know yourself. Exactly. If I hadn't gone on some dates, if I hadn't, taken myself out to places locally and, and ask the questions, what do I want to do today? Like, right. Like asking yourself, what do you want to do today? I mean, sometimes I'll look in the mirror while I'm brushing my teeth. Like, what do you want to do today? You know, and and getting like super, like, do I feel like a hike? Do I just want to go walk the farmer's market? Like, it can be so sweet and so small. And the cool thing about it is, is like you can take yourself to that first initial place. And then guess what? Because you already like yourself, you'll be like, let's take me somewhere else. Where do I want to go next? Like, it's a really sweet moment. It's like, no, you don't need to look left. You don't need to look right. You get to just choose what sparks joy, what feels cool, what, Mm. you know, like, how can I lean into me more? will get you closer. So that, it gets you that, closer to the yeah. you that you want to share with somebody yeah. else. So that actually leads to, we had one person I, I put on Instagram stories that we were going to do this topic, yeah. right? And I put a question box and we had some, some commentary about it that I'll share. But first there was one question um, that someone asked and that kind of like what you're saying kind of brings us to that question. So let me share that question really fast here. And the question was, any advice on how to move beyond the superficial surface thoughts while getting to know yourself and get to the deeper mental blocks you've set up to protect yourself? And oh, that's a good, that's a, that's a good one, right? Good one. When this um, person has done some work, you know, to well, know. Well, let me tell you. Yeah. I love that. Let me tell you why I love this question, because this yeah. question actually came from a man who listens to our podcast. Hell yes. For real? Yes. I love that. Yeah. And, you know, really what I took from this question, it was like, you know, it kind of takes us back to that, you know, when you're starting to get to know yourself, right? And you're taking yourself out for the first time. So let's set up a scene. You take yourself out. Let's say that you've chosen the Saturday. You know, you have time to yourself. You, your friends are all busy. You're going to intentionally take yourself out on a date. Okay. You pick a local restaurant to take yourself to. You get into the restaurant. You're having thoughts the entire time about, you know, how do I dress to go out on a date for myself? Like, where do I sit in the restaurant? Where, you know, all these superficial kind of like blocks, right? And you work through them as you're in the process and you get yourself at a table and you're seated. And then all of a sudden, like you're, you're confronted with the deeper mental blocks around dating yourself of like why has this been so uncomfortable for me why is it so 
hard for me to sit with myself and be with myself. You find yourself reaching for your phone as a distraction. And it's like, how do you get past? So I love this question he asked because it's like, okay, you've gotten yourself into that space of connecting with yourself. So then how do you take it deeper and move past those bigger blocks? I love that. What do you think? I, I, well, I mean, the way that I do it is state my intentions around this interaction. Like if it's this person that you're talking to and we don't know if he's married or if it's because there's and there's different scenarios, obviously, that could play out depending upon those questions. But if we're just talking around the dating period, part of it, you know, it's really just about saying and setting those intentions of so this is why I'm dating. Um, I'm looking for my forever person. I'm not really. No, no, not, not date, not dating someone, but like dating yourself. Like this is date, a solo. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. Dating yourself. So you're stating the intention about yourself and basically stating that I would like to get some journal prompts. I'm going to bring with me, just get intentional around that time that you're spending for yourself. There's shadow journals that can like gain you access to some sometimes in the beginning I find prompts really really useful yeah I would say too like you know if if you're someone who's maybe like working with a therapist or working with a coach or something in that capacity on your journey of like getting to know yourself more when you take yourself out into this intentional space noticing what comes up for you Noticing what triggers might come up, what narratives are coming up and jot those down Mm -hmm. and then dive deeper. Okay. Where does that come from? Yeah. I was thinking in the sense of like my intention to Mm do this is so that I can date, you know what I mean? Like, cause and go out on dates or whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, the solo dates like are fun for me. Like they've never been but the intentionality for like me is so that I can take somebody there later. I mean, the fact is I have a good time, but yeah, at some point it'd be fun. I think for me, it's, it's like that can play into it in some ways, but for me, it's, it's very much that like intentionality of getting to know myself and what Mm -hmm. I enjoy. Cause I, especially like having been in a relationship for uh, nine years I got very disconnected from what it was that I enjoyed and what I liked. And so now it's been an exploration of like, okay, what do I like? Um, What kind of food do I like to eat? What kind of environments do I like to be in? Right. You know, I take myself on dates to our local hot springs. I go to myself by myself to the hot springs and soak for a couple of hours. Um, You know, going hiking. I take myself to the movies. (laughs) sometimes by myself um just really getting That's literally uh, one of my favorite dates to do yeah, I love going to movie by myself really getting actually this morning I went solo I went and had coffee with a friend and then there was a galentine's event downtown where all the, the female owned um business owners so had opened up their shops for a shopping event and I was like I'm gonna go do it by myself and I just like hopped from shop to shop and saw people I knew and it was just like a fun thing to do by myself. And I was totally fine doing it um, because well, really it's just about getting to know what it is that I enjoy and I love totally. about my life. Well, and that's the differences of like where we are on our journeys, right? Because yeah. I, I did do that, but 
I've always eaten by myself and I've always sort of done that stuff, no matter who or what I'm doing. But I think, so for me, it's like, take myself to a restaurant that I heard good things about. And if it's like super loud, it's something that I would, I'm fine by myself. But if I was like taking somebody there that it would just be loud. So Mm-hmm. now Mm-hmm. I know like, so, cause I have my little like wish list when I'm doing Yeah. that. So like the hike and then the breakfast place that I've gone to now twice, solid, a beautiful environment each time. Like it didn't matter. And so like, that's like on the win list. Mm. So then question, as someone who is leaning into dating, Yeah. what does it look like for you continuing Oh, to date yourself yeah. as you are leaning into that space with someone? I, well, I think one, like doing that is so important because it gives you things to talk about, you know, with anybody that you're chatting with. <clears throat> it's like, hey, I went to this play, this really cool art opening here the other day, or, or I got my hair cut in a new spot or, you know, whatever that is, I think. if you're just waiting around for people to like call you, cause I promised myself like 2024 and the intentionality of like, not only just like putting the focus back on me in a happy, like joyful way of allowing um, some, you know, my heart to be open to meeting people, whoever, what, wherever. And so I think that definitely has been, I think is going to be useful going forward in that sense, because keeping it fresh for everybody, right? Like it's good for you. It's good for them. It's like, it doesn't matter if they're 10 miles up the road or 5,000 miles around the world. Like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it can keep you rooted in your sense Yeah. of self Yeah. as you're dating too. Yeah. hundred percent. And then you could be like, I checked out this other restaurant the other day and they'll be like, cool. And you'll be like, yeah, I'm just by myself. <laughs> <laughs> but that's funny. But that's cool. That's it. That leads. and it's like, Wait, that leads into the question for you to then go, do you ever spend time by yourself? Because that's telling. yeah. Yeah. And, and furthermore, it's like, when you know how you feel, like how good you feel doing things on your own, Yeah. then you have something to compare. Okay. So I'm going on a date with a person. This is a first date. How did I feel on this date? Does Exactly. this person's presence add to the presence I already have by myself when I Yeah, date queen. myself? Yeah, queen. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Well, no second date. <laughs> a hundred percent. I mean, it's all that in, you know, in person energy that you want to feel, like you said, has to elevate the evening because you could go to that coffee shop by yourself 15 times and it's your total jam. And you could have a friend come, like a, like friends that you know, and you have one experience with one friend and you'll have a completely different experience with another friend. So it's important for you to just know, like, I always love it here. So who's the, who's the energy vampire? You know what I mean? It's like. I think it comes back to that thing we've talked about before that, you know, there's so much value in appreciating and being okay with being alone. Because when you're okay being alone, Mm hmm. Yeah. being with yourself, 
and enjoying being with yourself, you are so much less likely to settle, to Mm -hmm. self-abandon, to ignore the red flags, Mm -hmm. um, and to let your boundaries be crossed. Agreed. If you don't come in partially healed on the growth journey, one, you'll just miss cues or you'll take shit personally. Like you said, you'll get triggered by other stuff. Mm-hmm. I think getting to know yourself is just so crucial. So for someone, since we're, you know, this, this is something we do for ourselves on the regular, right. right? So for someone who, this is totally new to them, totally new to them. Like, mm-hmm. what do you, like, think back to when you started in te- like consciously intentionally uh-huh. doing it for yourself what got you um, out the door i picked i picked fast things like um like a starbucks like like you know kind of like you're not going to be lingering too long if it makes you nervous to just maybe you just have social anxiety or something and you just or you're more sensitive to things like that so it's identifying that um maybe by spending for the first initial time sitting down for a breakfast or a lunch, like that definitely takes a little commitment because it's going to take a little extra time. But if it's about, if you're in walking distance to a cool little, you know, bagels shop or whatever, something like a coffee shop, tea shop, whatever, that you can walk yourself down as part of it and just be really present and aware of like your surroundings and how it feels to walk and like, you know, kind of, you know, check in with yourself all the way through on your walk, like from your feet to your toes and just recognize like that you're in that for yourself. And then, you know, going someplace that's probably going to be a 10 minute max. There's a lot of other people waiting and sort of transit in transit of, you know, the their day. So it's kind of a comfortable first get out rather than Baby like, step. yeah, just to like commit to something or like a dinner, which feels really uncomfortable for a lot of people starting out. Mm -hmm. Uh, And if you are, again, it's about that bar environment, go to a pub, go to a place that has a bartender that's going to talk to you because that's okay. It's a solo date. Like it's intended for you to talk to people, not to sit and necessarily be, but be a part of that environment intentionally. Yeah, I think for me, one of the biggest pieces was putting away my phone. Yes. Yeah, because, you know, there's so many moments throughout the day where we have opportunities to be by ourselves or be yeah. like with ourselves. Yeah. Um, and if our phone is going up in front of our face, we're not connecting with ourselves. So oh, totally. even if it is 10 minutes at Starbucks by yourself, yep. put your phone in your pocket. Yep. Take Take the time to really think about like, what do I actually want to drink today? Do I want my normal go-to because that's what I always get? Or do I want to try something different? Do I want yes. to get something to eat? Be intentional about it yeah. um, and keep your phone in your pocket the entire time so that you are in tune with you. Agreed on all that. It's it's true. I mean, the other thing is to bring a favorite lunch from your, like pick up a favorite lunch spot so you can order it ahead of time, grab it, and then pick a place that you have been thinking about going in your little, in your area and you just never make time for and just go sit and eat your lunch on a, on a bench in, in that space or finding a view view or something to that effect. I mean, it can be as simple as that where 
you pick up something a little special for yourself because it's a solo day. Yeah, treat yourself. Yeah, treat yourself. <laughs> so on Instagram, I had some people give some feedback, advice, tips that I'm going to pull up here yeah, really fast that. so that we can share them. Hold on one second because technology is our friend. Technology. Not always my friend. Michelle's gonna add the music <laughs> oh my goodness you would think that I would have had this all ready to go but my phone is being slow okay here we go so we had some commentary yeah. Someone said, for me, dating myself is allowing me to do things like go to a movie, a comedy show, going out to eat by myself and being totally comfortable and confident. It's liberating. Yay. Love that word. Liberating. Love, yeah, yes. liberating is a great word. Our sweet friend Kendra, who was on the podcast recently, said, best decision I've ever made. Aww. <laughs> love it love it kendra shout out to kendra who's a lovely human dating herself right now i know um and then another person i know she's doing it i love it another person said tip date yourself even if you're in a relationship with another person it's the best way to stay connected with yourself or an amazing way to reconnect with yourself yes love that yeah i love all these yeah yeah so you know what I just want to encourage anyone who's listening, whether you're in a relationship or not, mm-hmm. maybe this next week, set the intention of going and doing something by yourself for yourself as a date. And tag you know us. what? Tag us in your photo. Yeah, tag us. Like, take a photo, send it to us. You don't even have to, like, publicly post it. You can slide into our DMs with it if you feel more comfortable. But, like, totally. post it on your Instagram. Tag us. And we're going to cheer for you because it's such a beautiful thing to take time intentionally with yourself it's like it it, is just it's again it's the process of just asking yourself what do I want I watched the notebook yesterday what do you want I I never I'd never seen the whole thing all the way through oh my gosh it's so good now I'm gonna rewatch it do you want right (laughs) I think every person needs to ask themselves what do you want Freaking do it. Say, I'm taking myself out on a date. Your spouse will probably be a little bit turned on by that. It gives you guys like a nice chance. Like maybe they want to go on their solo date the same night. I will tell you, I took myself, like I shared earlier in the podcast, like this topic was spurred by, I took myself out on a hot foodie date last night. Yeah. I put on cute clothes that made me feel good. And I walked to a little charcuterie place local to me that does mocktails and charcuterie boards. And I sat there with the candlelight and my little mocktail journaling. I had my headphones on to listen to some music because I really just felt like with the ambiance in there, I just wanted some beautiful music. And I wrote, I wrote three poems and I wrote um, just to myself in my journal and connected with myself. And then I had some dessert. Because nice. I mean, it's a it's date. dessert time. It's a date, <laughs> and then I went home and I took a bath and I put myself to bed and I woke up feeling 
so good and connected to myself. I know it's, it really is unbelievable. I drive my Vespa on my dates. Cause of course, when I date myself, like I want to be on the Vespa. Right. And that's totally a part yeah. of, that's a part of the whole thing for me. Like I get to ride my Vespa and I make it like really intentional of what I'm bringing. And that's why I do the journaling and stuff. So that I can be really present for what's going on around me, but I can also, download how I'm feeling that day and what's coming up for me. So I like, I mean, I like writing. It just really helps me to process through things. Um, but yeah, it's so fun to just take the Vespa out and wherever I'm going, it's just park it and have, you know, enjoy the day. Side note, side note I want to go on the Vespa. <laughs> I know you're going to, you're going to come when you come here. Um, it is so freaking fun. I love just saying to myself, like sometimes my date will be a coffee shop. Like I'll pick a coffee shop like 15 miles away so that I maybe take a new route. I enjoy the coffee shop. And then I, I take a different way back home. Ooh, so I'll share. Like just going. Um, so next week, I'm going to share the date that I'm taking myself for Valentine's because I have my kids on Valentine's, so I'm not doing a date for myself on Valentine's. Right. But after Valentine's, next weekend, I'm driving an hour away to a friend is putting on, she does booty yoga, and I love, I love booty yoga, and she's putting on a Valentine's booty yoga event with like a circle, and it's lingerie friendly, and so I'm going to go put on something scanty and go do oh, booty so yoga. Bo so booty isn't meaning like something like with glutes involved. It's like uh, booty, like it's spelled, it's it's spelled B-U-T-I, booty. Um, and it's definitely like there's a lot of booty shaking and using that part of the body involved. But that's cool that they have like a like a no dress code in a sense, you know, just like. Yeah, lingerie. Gonna do stuff like I'm going to take myself. I'm going to drive myself an hour away. Yeah, you wear are. Wear lingerie for myself. Yes. Get queen. my workout in. Yep maybe grab some ice cream afterwards and then drive myself home totally Yay! valentine's to me love it. <laughs> love it love it love it anyways love i love, it. love this topic this. love you friend i know i love you too i you love too. this topic I, I love this topic i'm uh i'm into it yeah it's a good one and uh for anyone listening if you have uh thoughts about it slide into our dms totally we are all about that these days <laughs> Love DMs you. Are <laughs> yeah. Okay. All good in the hood. If you enjoyed this episode today, be sure to subscribe and share because what do we say, baby? Sharing is caring. <laughs>